0: a long time since I've been here. (laughs) Happy Monday. Welcome back to uh, Chill to Action, Only Call to Action Network, hanging out every week, um, every Monday. Uh, My brain is fried. It's been a crazy week. It's been nuts, personal and professional and all of that good stuff. So please excuse my brain farts that are definitely going to happen. Uh, especially because Paul likes to jinx me. So <laughs> I'm here again, y'all, every Monday with my favorite co-host, Mr. Paul DeNizio.
1: It's
2: me. It's still me. It's PLD. I got to tell you guys, this has been uh, – Dan Danielle's right. We've had a jinxed week as far as tech goes. Uh, my Mac died yesterday, completely shit to bed. So I had a jury rig, my old laptop, and I've been throwing things together. Luckily, I'm hoping it's going to stay together. It stayed together yesterday. Oh, God, I hope so. And then Danielle almost couldn't make it tonight. She almost couldn't make it on her. She couldn't. Her trackpad was broken. And she, we were like, oh, God, I got it. What are we going to do? It's going to be me. I, I, we got to do something. She made it here. We're all here. And then, actually, we should even say our other lovely co-host, who's behind the scenes, Kelsey, who does all of our chats. So we love her to that. She You're like, we're moderation. just going to
0: let Kelsey run it.
2: <laughs> but then Kelsey, during pregame, her internet went out like twice. And like she popped off and i'm like oh my god it's good so at some point during this interview i'm not gonna be surprised if all three of us goes and rb3 is just gonna have a solo show uh just- so hopefully he's <laughs> prepared to just take over rb3 takes over call to action here i'm here for it it's all good so <laughs>
0: that's right that's right oh my goodness see look at what just happened i can't (laughs) these tech issues are have been insane so uh paul just left so now it's up to me on this new format as you can see we are doing things a little tiny bit differently there's paul to save my life there you go just said it Uh, (laughs) so um as you can see we are doing things a tiny bit differently let us know if you like yeah we're just trying out some new things trying to get a fresh face going on over here. Uh, You've seen our faces. You get to see our faces every Monday uh, here on Childa to Action, but you do not get to see this lovely face, but you do get to hear this wonderful laugh, the best laugh that everyone in the Schmodown community can agree on is the most infectious laugh in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. uh, Everyone, introducing Mr. RB3. Hey.
3: (laughs) (laughs) so good to have you on screen my friend how are you doing oh man i'm good i'm so happy to be here on chill to action this is like the coolest thing ever um it's been like a long time coming but you know we finally made it work i'm so happy to be here
0: (laughs) oh man yeah we are super pumped to have you here it has been a long time coming we've been trying to have we've been trying to get this in the works for quite some time and uh and we're finally here
3: yeah, no, I'm super happy, and thank you. I, I, I want to shout out both of you, you Danny, and you, Paul. You guys are such big supporters of everything we do at First Cut and everything we do at SCN and just everything across the board, and I'm, like, super, super thankful that just to be here today. Just, you know, this is the least I could do to pay you back for all of the many great things you've helped us out with in the past, so thank you. Thank you. Huh.
1: Thank you,
0: bud. Yeah.
3: You in my, my heart. You in my heart.
0: Yeah, it's easy to support people that are doing good things, that are doing great Absolutely. things, and uh doing wonderful stuff with the space. All three of you, you, Ace, and Serena, do an amazing job at the first cut. That's all. One subscribe to the first cut. It's, it's
2: the meeting podcast. podcast
0: It's one of my favorite favorite Sen inside jokes. So. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: But RB3, you're here. We are chilling. And as always, on Chill the Action, we always like to start off with the same question. And, and you've been around this space for a long time. So some people might know the story. But for anyone who doesn't, how did you get involved with the schmodown What got you started participating in the SchmoDown?
3: Yeah, well, you know, uh, I started working for Christian and Mark um, back for when it was the Schmoes No movie show back in the day, back in 2016, um, in April, if I'm not mistaken. And then I before that, I was already talking to Christian because I helped upload a lot of the old episodes of the Schmoes No Show back from like, you know, phase one and phase two and phase three and helped re-upload them to the Schmoes Plus YouTube channel. And then after that, uh, Christian hired me to be an intern for the Schmoes No Show. And then I've been pretty much involved in the community ever since. Um, so, you know, after Schmoes No became the Schmodown, um, I was there to help with camera, with editing, and you know, and I get to be a part of SCN, so so, and get to participate in the Shmo now, So it's super, super, um, awesome and 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 really fun. So,
1: yay! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do want to cut big real quick. I just want to let everybody know we didn't announce this. Kelsey said it in the chat that while this is not going to be any kind of fundraiser, we are going to still continue our donations. So if we do have questions, which we usually do at the end of the show, questions from the chat. We do throw them in stream lab or a super chat form. Anything we make will be pushed on to a worthy donate, a worthy cause uh of Black Lives Matter, I'm not sure what that is yet. We just kind of did this half like at last minute to figure out. We'll figure out a good one that we're going to send it to and move on from there. So do ask them in Stream Lab or Super Jack because it's going to a better cause than just my pocket. So
1: there you go. Now go, Paul.
2: much better cause than my pocket. I can say that.
1: Right now,
2: buddy. I will, you know, so we'll continue on from the, the SCN. So how, when you first got involved in the showdown actually itself. You got to play, if you get to play some matches, did you approach Christian about that? Or did he approach you? how that, how that take place?
3: Um, well, yeah, I always wanted to participate. Um, you know, the schmo, the the Schmodown really started with the interns, right. With Christian Ruvikavar going off against um, right. JTE. Um, that's kind of the, the start of it, the precipice of it. So, you know, um it's always been a christian thing and the schmo no thing to put the behind the scenes talent like you know in front of, in front of the camera and i'm really thankful that he does that and i'm thankful he gave me an opportunity to play in my first schmodown match first few schmodown matches honestly um i was actually teamed up with christian ruvacabra um and we had uh we had the young bucks like our our faction and um we were not just the team we also you know um we also managed, like we managed Hector Navarro for for uh, a portion of it. So yeah, it was really um, I had fun, and we even um, and and Christian Navarro. We also did the we also managed the real rejects as well. Okay. So we we had um so we had fun doing that. We had a losing record, you know. We we went zero and three, but I think honestly, if you look back at our record, we every time we lost it was always by one point, um or at least by one question. I guess that's not really accurate. It's more like one question. But, you know, um, and there's even one match where I think the question that they asked me, um, Christian Brubacabra knew and the, for the third round, and then um, the, the question that Christian Rubicabra was asked was something that I knew. So if we just would have flipped numbers, I think it would have been a whole different conversation right now. But, you know, it is what it is, and we, um, we did that, and then I had a bad runs in teams, and then I went to singles, and then played Matt Nose for my first uh, match. <laughs> um, now, granted, it, it, no it was big. both. Yeah, it was uh, no biggie at all. I mean, granted, it was both of our debuts, so it kind of made sense. But, you know, I was a team's loser. He was a team's champion. So, um, but even then, I still think I held my own. And honestly, like, from my singles career, the people I played in my singles career, like, we played, I played Matt Nost, who was a champion. I played Stacy Howard, who's one of the most, underrated competitors in the entire league. Okay. And I play and I end up playing Ben Goddard in the most recent one. And he's quickly becoming like a star in the showdown. So it's like, I don't feel too bad because I play like top tier people. If I started losing to people like Fenstock, it's going to be a different <laughs> conversation, you know? Then you got to second guess yourself at that point, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so you're looking forward
2: to continuing on. You want to have your next match? You, uh, anybody you want to face in the showdown that you, you think would be a fun match for you?
3: Um, I think I, I think I have fun with anybody. I mean, I'm not afraid of losing, honestly. Um, you know, I I do talk big, talk like when walking into the matches, and I usually end up getting uh, you know thrown on thrown on the curbside for for lack of a better term. But I hope that next time around I'd be able to face a competitor who maybe has a bad day, or maybe I could spin a category I've never landed on one of my strengths in the second round in all six matches I played so hopefully one day maybe I'll land on the strength maybe I land on Spike Lee maybe I'll land on directors and maybe I could um, do well in maybe I could do well in those categories but you know as of right now you know I've had a fast and bad luck I play some really good people um and I'd hope maybe I could I could get back into it um I guess maybe my future might have to go back into teams potentially just because okay. since I'm all in three in singles maybe a team's thing is going to happen but i'm not 100 sure i'm also just cool with helping winston be a bulldog for the for the for the swag squad because i'm always going to be yep. a cheerleader cheerleader for my faction so you that's know we'll right. see yeah he's, he's done a wonderful job that's for sure absolutely
0: that's i am loving winston being a manager i've been down with ooh
1: are we i
3: oh. mean Hey, Sean, hey, uh uh he he did great on that Star Wars um tournament, right? Yeah, that was that was great, that was great, that wow. was a great performance. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I wanna um Cody actually wouldn't be a bad match. We both went perfect, perfect first rounds in our most recent matches. Um yeah. Now Cody did a great performance in the uh, Jurassic Park uh, ex- exhibition yeah. match, which I um, helped edit. Um, so he's he knows what he's he knows what he's doing. I'd I'd be scared of Cody Hall, but you know <laughs> if if the Finstock Initiative want to set up that matchup, I'd be super down for that too. Uh, a to so, to Finstock Exchange, yeah. Yeah. Exchange. My bad. Speaking
0: of the Finstock Exchange, also there's a possibility that you could even play Sabrina at some point.
3: Yeah, that's very true. That's very Jeez. true.
0: How, how do you feel about that? Sabrina's been kind of like a hot topic when it comes to the Schmodown because she's ex- obviously extremely knowledgeable in movies. If you watch anything, if you if you listen to her talk about movies for a minute, you know she knows what she's talking about when it comes to movies. Yeah. But she's never played in the Schmodown before. And we all know how, how it can get with the competing mm. inside of the Schmodown and underneath the lights and stuff like that. Do you think Sabrina is worth the hype? That's such <laughs> a harsh question to ask. I'm so sorry. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh, my gosh. You yeah. have to ask the hard questions,
3: Danielle.
2: You have to ask the hard questions. So let yeah. it go.
3: <laughs> that's a, that's a good question. That's a good hard question. I love it. I actually think she is worth the hype. I think I'd be scared to play her for my first match personally uh just for this just for the fact of like i know how much she knows and obviously we do the channel together and everything like that it would be great promotion for first cut i mean now that, that would be the only like plus side of it um but like i don't want to <laughs> lose i don't want to lose to sabrina so i, don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm pretty sure that's what would end up happening in that case but if that's just how the, how the stars end up aligning or whatever like you know whatever but i I'd I'd be scared of her person. <laughs> but it's worth <laughs> it for the <laughs> extra plug of the of the show though, right? It's worth Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd be willing to take a take a beating for the sake of the meaning of a podcast for sure. For sure. Always be plugging. That's ass, what
0: Paul so. does for for call. So that's Paul true. Yeah.
3: All the
1: beating <laughs> 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 it is it
0: is nice to see that all of the first cut crew is now officially part of the Schmodown, with you and Ace being on swag and with Sabrina being in the Finstock Exchange. What it would, like that's those are some hard-hitting managers that y'all have going on there uh and like i was saying earlier i really enjoy winston as a manager you've been around this space for a long time now so you've seen the game grow and change into what it is now how how are you feeling with winston as your manager
3: winston's great i mean winston is just like an all-around good guy he doesn't even hit you know like most managers would just keep it like strictly to the game but You know, Winston actually, like, really, like, calls. He really texts. Like, he really, like, communicates, even outside of the Schmodown level, just on some, you know, on on, our friend levels, you know, just on keeping, you know, checking in and checking in on mental health. Like, he really knows his competitors. He really knows what he's doing. And I think that's the reason why, if I'm not mistaken, swag is the second – Second, second, second highest uh, ranked faction right now, right? If I'm not mistaken, behind. It,
0: I I saw the faction standings earlier, and there are either two or three. That I know. Two, for or, sure.
3: three. Yeah, two yeah. or three. Yeah,
0: yeah. That yeah. I know for
3: but yeah, they're they're pretty high up. If it's three, that's still great. Out of what, like yeah. eight factions, ten factions? Yeah. So it's like you know, obviously, like he 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 cares a lot about the competitors, and he cares a lot about um, he cares a lot about us as talent, um. So he he does a really good job at promoting us and making us feel great as competitors. So that's why we do so well. Even the match that I lost, I still feel great going into it. And I still great feel great leaving it because I knew Winston was behind me. So Winston's really that guy, man. Winston's really uh, a really sick dude. And I, I really appreciate everything he does.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's obvious to see. I remember when he was first brought on as a manager, he only had his ex. So he had his uh, he had his matches that he played in and I wasn't so sure he would knew the game very well as for but he came in, he's coming so, so hot, so strong. Uh, mm. He's got the, the talent and the power. He's been a very, very surprising manager. I think he's, he's up there right now for manager of the year. He's in that, he's in that kind of category already with how well his team developed. He's fantastic.
3: So. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, has a top tier nose for talent too. I mean, look at um, Paulo Yama, one of my favorite guys just in the entire space. Oh. I mean, Paul is super super smart. Um, Lon Harris is super super amazing and a super great faction mate. Chandru on the, on the Geekdom side, Undress on the Star Wars yep. side. Um, literally, he got all all types of people. Makuga. you know. So literally, this is probably the top tier faction that you know we could look at. So.
2: You will say something. I know some people like Larry Payne in the chat who would argue that the Finstock Exchange is more and stronger, but you know, we'll, we'll, they're, they're down in the chat. We're up here. We'll, we'll, we'll take that. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: Larry. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Although he is, he is giving, he is saying, he's giving great. He's saying it. Hey, <laughs>
1: Larry. Good, <laughs> shout out to Larry. Yeah, big shout out to Larry.
0: Larry's great.
1: Yeah.
2: Larry is awesome. He's the one who actually helped us, me and him, got together over uh, to help. Uh, developed the idea of the 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 fundraiser we did last week. It was me and developed with all the Finstock Exchange and with uh, I'm sorry Finstock Initiative and the Lefty Down pond
1: Oh, see. Uh
2: oh.
3: <laughs> it's like when one goes, the other. Like, I know
0: that's what. That's oh, yeah. as long as there's one of us on here. Imagine if we both just popped off.
3: That, <laughs> that would be, be fun.
0: amazing. That <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so big shout-out to Larry again, uh, like Paul was saying. Um, (laughs) Welcome back, Paul. (laughs) Larry and Paul and um, everyone at the Finstock uh, Initiative and uh, the Let's Get Ready to Talk Schmodown podcast are great. They've done some wonderful things in the short time that they have both been – showdown shows since they've been doing their shows and their their watch alongs and stuff like that so it's really fun and exciting to see the community grow and it I feel like a lot of that is because of SEN and what uh, the environment that SEN creates and having a a few of y'all on there um, at a time just creates this fun environment my screen is frozen so I don't know if y'all can hear me (laughs) or anything right now (laughs) <laughs> so I'm gonna have to do this just in case. Um totally cut me off while I was talking. I don't know if you can still hear me or if I'm talking while anyone else is talking. So I'm I this is
2: I can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can, I can hear. hear
0: you. I can definitely hear you. Okay, so I'm just going to, anyways, my whole point for that is, uh is R- RB3, R- how is it like, working? there it is, I'm back, I'm back now, um, how is it like working on SEN, because you have to deal with stuff like this, like all of this on a live show, too, there's 40 there's something people with us right now, I can't um, even imagine the pressure of you having to do something like that when a thousand plus people are watching.
3: Yeah, I mean, it is pressure. Um it was especially pressureful, like in the first few weeks when we're having other tech issues with the frame rate and all of that stuff. Like I was literally like working like during the show, like trying to readjust settings and all that kind of stuff to make it work. Um, But I think it's cool. I mean, I kind of helped me build a lot of character, helped me build a lot of knowledge for how to run this kind of stuff. Um, And it kind of opened my mind to a lot of ways you could look at like things like programs like OBS and all of the different softwares we use. Um, now, obviously, like I and we use like the little Rodecaster Pro thing for our audio too. So that was my first time using that. So it was really like learning all of that stuff to begin with, which which was the toughest part. Um, but you know, I I it was pressure, but it was like fun pressure. It was like I, I always told Christian, I liken it to like going on a basketball game and you know, just go like playing a basketball game and just leaving it all on the court. Right. Like just literally just like going a hundred percent, like they're talking about topics while I'm like trying to fix frame rates or trying to adjust mic levels and stuff like that. And then they cut to me and then I'm like, (laughs) Oh, sorry guys. I have like eight things going on right now or making a thumbnail or something like that. So that was, it was always fun. It was always a challenge and it was always wacky trying to keep up with like the switching and all that kind of stuff. But I loved it. I mean, it was like pressure, but it was fun pressure, and it was fun to interact with the audience and kind of be a part of that community. So I love it. Yeah, love that, everyone love in that.
0: the chat. We almost tried to steal RB3 to help us with our tech issues.
3: <laughs>
0: Fortunately, he's not uh, available for us.
3: No, if you want to make some, th- yeah. Now I was gonna say, if you need, if you need some, if you need some, some tech issues, if you need some thumbnails, I got you. Like. That's all. <laughs> I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> I've heard OBS is a nightmare, so.
3: Oh yeah! Oh uh, yeah!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll mm-hmm. all be on Facetime for that call.
3: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: and there I'll throw that up there. That's uh, Kim Denizio saying, "Hey, it change.org it is a great element <laughs> charity." She's sitting there on the couch, and she's coming. <laughs>
3: uh, oh no.
2: <laughs>
0: Uh, Kim oh. is right there in the same room as Paul. That's what he was saying before, as he was reaching out because uh, <laughs> it's sort of seen their setup, and it's almost in the living Mission Kim sits right, right in the front. They got the TV right there, and all uh, that stuff. Paul hangs out in the little corner, uh, uh, like like he should. It's totally fine. And, but uh big shout out to Kim. Thank you so much, Kim, for donating. That is Paul's lovely wife. We love a Kim here on the call to action channel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's th- thank you. Thank you, Kim, for watching and supporting. And also I see Paul, I see Jake y- Yakavetta in the chat. Uh, you know, saying he got the thumbnails. I do want to com- I do wanna commend you on the thumbnails today, like for the thumbnail <laughs> for this one. This is probably the best thumbnail I've ever been in, personally. I wish I knew. Uh, I wish I was creative enough to to just make thumbnails as good as, as, as Jake does. So, thank you, Jake.
0: We got so lucky getting <laughs> Jake on the
2: crew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jake has been a god. So lucky to get Jake man. on I mean, the crew. I can't tell you how much he's done yeah. for us.
0: But not not um, even this is well. just a, a Jake appreciation post right now, basically. But not even just when it comes to thumbnails and like the work side of it. Jake has been an amazing friend. And uh, a great shoulder to talk to. Um, I guarantee you, if any of you have been at a live event, he probably got you drunk.
3: But so yeah, oh yeah, he definitely, <laughs> he definitely did. He definitely did. He definitely did. Oh yes.
0: So yes, so we love a Jake. We absolutely love a Jake here. It's my Jake Grant.
3: Woo Thank you, Jake. Appreciate you, Jake.
0: <laughs> so you've absolutely been RB3. Are you from California?
3: Yep, from um, the city of Compton, California, born and white raised. I'm actually reporting, recording live from the city of Compton right now. So here, um, yeah, I've I've always been in California. The only I've traveled a lot, but I've never lived anywhere else outside of Compton. Um, the furthest I've lived away from home was Cal State Northridge in, in California as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm California through and through.
0: There you go. There you go. Well, I mean that's fine. I'm a Texan, so.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I love Texas. I've been to Houston. I've been to Dallas. Um, I, and, um, I had a roommate from Texas, actually. Um, his name was Austin, but he was from, (laughs) I think he was from San Antonio. So that's hilarious.
0: That man, (laughs) I bet the homie got a bunch of shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I bet he got
0: so much shit, especially like living in, like if he was living in California and mm-hmm. then having to tell people that he's from Texas and his name is Austin. Oh man. I can't even imagine.
1: <laughs> That's got to be
0: still so much. So uh, you've been in California for mm-hmm. your entire life, all of that good stuff. What made you like, is there any instance in your life that made you decide that you wanted to go into the film industry?
3: Yeah. Um, well, I've like through my entire life. I've always loved movies. Like, my mom watches a lot of movies, like a lot of rom-coms. And my grandma has always watched a lot of like karate movies and action movies. So like when I was a real little kid, like I wanted to be an actor, I wanted to be like an on camera kind of talent. And I just really wanted to be like, like a Tom Cruise or something like that, you know, yeah. like just doing big fun stunts. Cause it just seemed cool. Um, But then I ended up, um, you know, going, focusing more on like um, mathematics and science studies and stuff like that. And I went to, um, middle school at like a science middle school and I went to high school at a science high school. So I was really being pushed in like the direction towards like math and science and really like engineering in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, but you know, I've always loved movies and then I watched, you know, the James, James Cameron's movie, uh, avatar when I was, um, <laughs> in middle school and, you know, it was like the perfect combination of like the art and the, the movie, kind of appreciation mixed with like the technology and, this, and the science that I've been focusing on for like a lot of my life. So it was like the kind of two worlds combined. And I was like, oh, this is like exactly what I want to do, you know? So yeah, I love, I love, I, and from that point, like uh, from that point, it's just always been like a, a kind of just a straightforward goal of just trying to be involved in the movie industry in any way I can. So that's, 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 that's pretty much my whole story. I mean, there's been, Other movies, too, like The Social Network that has been really impactful for me Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of other stories, too, that really, you know, a lot of other movies that really motivated me to go into this kind of space as well. But, yeah, it's always been. um, Yeah, it's always been a journey that I've always wanted to go upon.
0: Nice very cool so i i love to to look at people's strengths uh whenever schmodown schmodown wise like what particular categories people consider their strengths and one thing that's always like stood out to me from your strength are are stanley kubrick movies
1: yeah yeah.
0: i'm a a huge stanley kubrick fan for you know as problematic as the man was i'm still i'm still Mm -hmm. a big fan of his movies um is there is do you have a favorite stanley kubrick movie
3: do I have a favorite one? See, that's that's funny because I love them all for like very, very different reasons. Yes. Um, it's almost tough because they they all feel like Stanley Kubrick movies, but they all also feel like their own separate thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me personally, I'd probably I'd probably say um I'd probably say the one I've rewatched the most is probably The Shining.
1: Yeah
3: Um, you know, just because it's like the most like commercial one, I think. And then you know, but I also love Full Metal Jacket. Um, I also really, really love uh, a Clockwork Orange. Um, that might actually be actually I might just say that one's my favorite. I probably say Clockwork Orange is my favorite. Yeah, nice.
0: A Clockwork Orange is the one that I can't revisit. Like I can go back yeah. and watch Full Metal Jacket. Like I have no problem watching that. Eyes Wide Shut. Anything like that. But for whatever reason, a Clockwork Orange just is one of those movies that I just can't revisit. the same thing with like Requiem for a Dream. Like those are just mm. movies that like I I've seen, I appreciate, I absolutely love, mm-hmm. but I don't think I could give it a second. watch. Right.
3: right <laughs> but I have right. seen Clockwork
0: Orange a couple of times. And uh, Paul and I were actually talking about Stanley Kubrick earlier and Paul's never seen Barry Lyndon. I have and um, Barry Lyndon is a movie that I always try to push on people. It's slow, but it's, beautiful like if if you really want to like get a really good i mean every single one of kubrick's films are good examples of his cinematography but uh i've always felt like barry linden has always kind of really hit it on the mark and i was looking at the tmc thing on hbo max Mm -hmm. and i saw that lolita was on there and i've never seen lolita before
3: Oh, that one's actually one of my favorites too. I love Lolita. I love yeah.
0: Lolita. I'm excited to watch it because I've never seen it. And it's on if anyone has HBO Max out there and the T- the TMC TCM, I've been doing that all day today.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, it's it's on Lolita is on there, so I'm super looking forward to it. And I don't know if Barr Linden is on there. I just saw Lolita and that was the only thing. Anyways, Stanley Kubrick, love him.
3: Yeah, no, he's literally <laughs> one of my favorites of all time, for sure.
0: Yes, for sure. Hi, welcome back,
2: Paul. (laughs) Hi, thanks. Hopefully I'll stick around this time. I'll have to see what happens. Uh, I I don't know what's going to go on this thing. I'm going to throw this thing out the freaking window at this point. Uh, Oh, Oh, that
0: happened. That totally happened. Paul is throwing his uh, old computer outside of the window. Paul is getting a new computer coming in tomorrow. So (laughs) it probably won't happen. Whatever noise that was, it's Paul throwing his computer outside of the window. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, Paul is not coming back anytime soon, it looks like. I'm just I'm so sorry. I'm just double checking these private chats just to make sure everything is okay rb3 you doing okay
3: i'm doing great you know i'm luke Skywalker, and i get to be <laughs> okay 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 um luke! yeah <laughs> Hi, i'm luke Skywalker. and i'm back and i was looking for some tashi converters <laughs> uh just to hold it down just to hold there it you down. go Got <laughs> tashi
0: converters so yeah. it it has to have been super fun to be on scn because you just hang out with your friends basically right
3: yeah, no, it's literally just like hanging with friends, chilling with friends, um, recording. We do it out of like Christian's house, so it's literally just like going over to can a buddy's house. Me?
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. Oh no, I can hear um, you. I think I can. Um, yeah, I don't know if they can hear me. But um
0: this if anyone can hear me or if anyone can see me, I can't hear or see anything that's going on right now. Hear me or if
1: anyone can see me, I can't hear or see.
4: There's Kelsey. I can see Kelsey is on here. Kelsey's gonna help.
1: Thank you,
3: Kelsey. You
4: are welcome. Oh boy. Yeah, we've been having some tech issues here. My internet's also not hopping out, so I just asked somebody to hop in so that she can help take over the interview because. My internet's not being very good as well. Um, let me see. What have we talked about? I'm not the best interviewer. Let's get Alex in
3: here. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're, just, we're just talking about um, SCN. Like,
4: mm-hmm.
3: how's it? How's it like being out there? And I think, uh, I think Danny might be frozen. Yeah, out there. Um, but yeah, I love doing. I love doing. Oh, sorry, oh, my mic. I love doing SCN. That's actually one mm-hmm. of my favorite favorite things ever just hanging out it's just like hanging out with friends for a couple hours to do it out of christian's house mm-hmm. just literally just like going to the homie's house and just like chilling and and just talking and just hanging out so i really love it it's, it's always fun and i love the community behind it um the community has been one of the, the best things that i've ever experienced and they've really helped me build a lot of my um following and helped a lot of it really helped me raise a lot of money um for my short film timestamp. Which is coming very soon. And it also helped me raise money for our Black Lives Matter fundraiser that we did on First Cut. So, Mm -hmm. everything that it comes from being on SCN, just from a friend standpoint, just hanging out standpoint is awesome. And the community is awesome as well.
4: Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. SCN has been amazing. I've been so pleased with it since it's been around. You guys, especially when you guys are all in the same room together, is just the energy of that room is so fantastic. I love watching you guys. But that's great. It's been able to help you fund projects and things. Um, uh, can you tell me more about uh, your project you're working on and when maybe people can look out for it?
3: Yeah, timestamp is the <laughs> short film that we started working on a little over a year ago, and it's been um, we, we shot it last August we raised the money on our indieGoGo for it last July mm-hmm. and we shot it in August and it's been like a long long production post-production process because we have like a lot of visual effects a lot of like sound mixing a lot of sound editing um it would have been ideal to like see it like in a the theater and we actually are getting it mixed in like surround sound you know so mm-hmm. maybe one day when the theaters open back up we could show it there somehow um but okay. we um but yeah we, We've been working on it. It's been really, really fun. I'm super mm-hmm. excited for people to see it because Ken Knapsack is in it. Jay Washington is in it. Um, a lot of a lot of great people are behind it. Mark Ellis is like an mm-hmm. executive producer of it. So yeah, I really, really appreciate just everybody behind this project. I'm really excited for people to see it.
4: That sounds absolutely fantastic. And that cast, oh my gosh, that, that a great people people to work with. I mean, mm-hmm. who else could you work with? It's like the greatest group ever. Danielle's back. Hey. <laughs> sorry but kelsey killed it kelsey crushed that good job. thanks this is this is not my cup of tea i'm not the best interviewer i'm more of a just smile and nod and contribute to conversations person but glad i could help (laughs) No, but i do i
0: do love that i love that idea uh rb3 um with with your short films and stuff like that that i caught some of it i didn't get to catch all of it but um i did get to hear that cast and whoo
3: yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank nice. you. Nice.
0: Yeah, I Be can't sure. I honestly I can't wait to see some of your work with like what we were saying earlier with SEN and it being a family and feeling like a family sort of environment. You feel close to anyone who is involved with SEN. So any anything that I see you do just because it, I like it sounds so weird, like saying that you feel like, you know, someone from the Internet, but like I feel like I know you from the Internet. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so anything that you do, I'm always super pumped to, to be supportive. And I know that a lot of fans in the Schmodown are like that. Anytime you do something outside of the Schmodown, people want to be supportive and really see you in that. So I can't wait to see you thrive. Woo-hoo!
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I I feel like I know y'all too, like honestly, literally, like just from, you know, being in this, in this world and just like being able to hear from you guys and listening to your shows and, seeing you always in the chats and then the, you know, everything is just like, I, I feel like this is just as much family as anything else. So thank you so much for that.
0: Yeah, uh, that has to be um, really crazy to see the transition from like where where the Schmo's, knows, the Schmos Know podcast was to what the Down and what SEN is today. Like watching that growth had to have been Crazy. Do you feel like that happened extremely fast, or do you feel like it was it was a well paced time for y'all to to get your feet wet, get in get into your groove, and and shoot the way that you guys have been?
3: Yeah, I mean it's been fun. I mean we've went through different kind of you know stages. Like I was there for kind of the end of the schmoes nose days, where you know they they enjoyed the doing the show, but you know. I could you know, you start to see that where Christian's mind was really more focused towards the schmodown and stuff like that. So you know, it was good to see, you know, and I love the Schmo's No Show, and that's what I've always been familiar with, but it's always been good to see that transition from going from the podcast that talked about movies and movie reviews to kind of to going full on into this uh, movie trivia competition thing and this is is different. it's fun, it's unique, and that's kind of the one thing that I really appreciate about it, like. I haven't wrote a paper about it in college, how kind of almost like revolutionary it is that there's this YouTube show that kind of takes, takes WWE and mixes it with movie trivia and just kind of smashes it together. And then gives you this product that is, you know, honestly like very original, like super postmodern, like you really don't really get that kind of concept, like from anywhere else. So it's really, really dope. It's really awesome. And, I really love I really love just being a part of it.
0: That's great.
3: Yeah. So thank you. And it's it's honestly crazy seeing how much Patreon support we get, like how much like super chat and streamlabs support we get. Um how how you know even the the, the Schmodown Patreon and the SDN Patreon are each individually like their own, like kind of separate things that are really, really cool to see how much fans are passionate about this show and how much they're willing to support this show and support this brand. So it was really dope. And I love being, a, like I said, I love being a part of it all around.
0: That's always my, um, what it, when the first of the month is starting to come up and I'm looking at my Patreons and like, is there any way that I can cut anything? And- I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I gotta, I gotta support my crew. So uh, yeah, definitely the fan support is, is real. It's huge. It's loud and it's crazy and it's always going to be there. And it's always been a fun part of the showdown. It, it cannot get fun sometimes, but for the most part, this community has always been really great and uh, really accepting to everyone and just loving. So uh, it's one of my favorite reasons to be a part of it. It's crazy to think that it's one little internet. It's not a little internet show, but like one internet show has all of these different branches. You got us at call and then you got the let's get ready guys and, and everyone else doing podcasts and stuff like that. Just for this wonderful movie trivia show, it's a trip.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it's really awesome. And I'm super happy to just like, Be a part of it. I'm super happy. Just see how interactive people get with it because this is is super, super dope.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, Let's see. So this is usually where we slide into a this or that uh, section of the show. (laughs) But as you can all tell, there's one specific part of this or that that we are missing. But lucky for me. We work on spreadsheets, so <laughs> <laughs> so I do have some of Paul's this or that. Um, I do kind of want to give Paul just a little bit more time to see if um he'll be able to slide into this interview. We shall see. I tried to make that funny, but that it. That was mm. <laughs> That's my attempt at humor. It's not good. <laughs> so uh, RB3 really quickly. Well, just to, just to give Paul a little bit of time. Um, is there, is there any movie specifically that you're looking forward to coming out this year?
3: Yeah. Under- oh, Oh, I mean, I'm super excited for Dune. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be probably like the most exciting um, that's probably gonna be the, that's my my most anticipated movie of the year so far. Easy. I mean, I, I love Nolan. I love everything he does, and I'm super super stoked about that. Also stoked about Dune. We talked about it like in you know the pregame like a little bit beforehand. I'm a huge Denny Villeneuve fan. Like despite like Blade Runner or whatever, like <laughs> I love like all of his other movies like so so much. Um, so I'm super super excited for that. And then um, I'm actually really excited for the new Spike Lee movie, The Five bloods. That is going to be coming out, I think comes out Friday, but mm-hmm. um, I fortunately Netflix just decided to like make me one of their like media people or whatever. So I get like early screenings for it. Ooh, so I actually get to watch great. it like tonight. Yeah. Super, 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 super exciting. I don't know if I'm supposed to like say that publicly or whatever, but uh, <laughs> who cares? I'll get to watch it. I get to watch it and I'm super, super excited <laughs> about it. Um, so I'm probably going to watch it tonight right after I see right after, um, right after this, right after this.
2: Hey! Hey We're gonna try this. We're just gonna try this out and see if the phone works any better. And hope it doesn't overheat.
0: Can you hear Uh, all of us?
2: I can. I think. Okay. Talk. I can hear everybody then. Perfect. Yay. <laughs>
0: yeah. so, y'all, sometimes I know that a few other channels do stuff on StreamYards. And what I have learned is sometimes if one person is on their phone, they might not be able to hear everything all the time. So if anyone has any problems with StreamYard, with one person not being able to hear, if they're on their phone, it might just be that. So I've never been able to figure out how to fix it other than leaving and coming back. But that's the, there's your troubleshooting for, <laughs> for mm-hmm. today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Forward, forward, all right
0: forward. well paul Thank you came Kelsey. in just in time
2: <laughs> oh is it time for this or
1: that i it know yeah
2: I, I know when I'm, i know when i'm needed so uh, <laughs> <laughs> without further ado let's go right into this or that if you've never seen this show before well i'm sorry this is your first show because this has been a tactical nightmare While you stick with us
1: uh, but if you've never
2: seen this show before i will give RB3 two different items, and he can choose between them. He can uh, either clarify himself, he can ask for a clarification. It's really up to him. Uh, hopefully, some talking points. If you guys have any you want to throw in there, you can throw them in there a super chat stream live. Let us know, um, and we'll just go right from there. So let's just get right into it. Some of them are tailor made for my guest. Some of them are someone we ask every week because that's just how we roll. Uh, the first one actually this is a kind of a fun one because this is when we ask every week.
0: And there's only one um, right
2: answer. And it's only one right answer. Uh, but a lot of times we kind of know which way is going to go. But with RB3, I don't know the answer to that. I so uh, we'll always open it up. RB3, are you team guy or are you
3: team trader? <laughs> <in Ben> <laughs> <laughs> only one
1: answer. Oh, only one man. Answer.
3: That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> um,
0: People have – chosen Team Trader before, if it
2: makes it any easier. I'm Team Trader. Team (laughs)
3: Trader. If you
2: weren't an important person, I'd kick you off right
3: now. Oh, man. You know, I gotta, I probably, I'm probably just gonna go with uh, I'm just gonna, I'm I'm gonna be the unpopular opinion. I'm gonna go with Team Trader. I'm gonna go with Team Batman (laughs) on that phone. Just to... <laughs> is that kind of
2: energy that's kicking my internet off? That's all I got. <laughs>
3: that Bateman energy just spawned we'll through.
0: I was gonna say that big Bateman energy. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no. there's, 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 there's,
2: there's so, you know what? That's gotta be the. That's gotta be the reason why you us all, so. <laughs> <laughs> all. right. We'll let it slide this time. So. <laughs> all right. How about this, uh, uh, Professor Crow, or is and Learned
3: Oh, uh Professor Crow, Professor Crow.
1: <laughs>
2: well, uh, you know what I get uh, even before I said that I should know the answer because I mean Professor Crow does call you the goddamn angel that you are. So he, <laughs> 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 <he's got, laughs> oh, <laughs> there is a goddamn angel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, okay.
1: Professor Crow.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, that's a good for yeah, that's a great Professor Crow. That's amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, how about uh loaded French fries oh. or poutine?
3: Um. Oh, I'd probably go with loaded french fries, honestly.
2: That, to redeem yourself I'm now. That, you that is the right
3: answer.
2: I'm
0: the, <laughs> the protein girl on this pie.
3: Oh, uh, you like poutine? Okay, I do agree. like
0: <laughs> Drink Gravy and Bye. cheese curds? Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: but loaded
0: fries are basically the same it. thing. They just have
2: the extra ingredients. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about Magic Johnson or Kobe?
3: Uh, I gotta go Kobe on that one. Gotta go Kobe on that one. RIP, right. RIP. That's just my generation, though. So
2: it's it's that's definitely the way to go. I mean, as far as generation, you see it in your person it makes that much more of a difference. Mm-hmm. I was always a Larry Bird guy, that's who I grew up seeing. So it's that's
3: yeah. My hair right there. I feel that. Uh, let's like,
0: see. How <laughs> about, yeah, go watch um uh, the the meeting of uh. uh reviews on why can't i think last dance yeah the last, dance. Thank last you. dance yeah those are all of that stuff was really good i really enjoyed uh, watching that with jte
3: yeah with jte and mark ellis on the last yeah. one yeah that was great thank you thank you yeah stuff.
2: uh about Villeneuve or Nolan?
3: oh we're just talking about tenet and doom um yeah oh man this is tough i uh-huh. I, I, I i probably yeah. would just go with a slight edge for Nolan, only because of the simple fact that, um, you know, of The Dark Knight and of Dunkirk, I love those movies like a lot, a lot, a lot. And I love Denny News too, and I love um, Arrival a lot. Man, that's really tough, man. I don't know, but I'm going with. I'm just going with Nolan. Just you know, just a tiny, tiny edge, tiny edge. Do you feel like possibly Dune could excited. change
0: your mind at some point?
3: Sorry, Paul. D- Dune could change my mind if if Tenant sucks and Dune is amazing, then. It'll, it'll definitely flip like easy. Now, if they're both amazing, it's gonna like it's still gonna be tight. So, <laughs> <You> gotta see.
2: <laughs> That's the definition of, for me. it's the definition. Of, Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> now, here's the thing. We had a, I know you had this discussion on uh, with your your great interview with Josh Trank that came out. Uh, the actual VOD for. Uh, let's say, like, not for the big, movie, like the Star Wars type like, spectacle movies, but for more of the lower key movies. Would you rather see it in the theatrical experience still, or would you rather watch it on VOD? Um,
3: I would rather I would rather watch it in in theaters, but I am pro VOD for anything just because it gives more people more accessibility, especially if there's not a theater like nearby that plays you know, said indie movie, um, especially here in Compton and Compton wouldn't even have a movie theater. Um, so yeah, I probably go, I probably still would rather see something in the theaters, but I am very pro VOD just across the board. So.
1: Okay. That's very fair. Very fair.
2: Uh, let's see what else we got here. How about, Oh, Danny coast for one of our, uh, our podcast. who works on the Facebook's chats and he's in one of our minds all the time. Does a lot of great work uh, uploading our podcast to you audio. We had one want to throw at you. He wanted to know Wu Tang Clan or a tribe called Quest.
3: Um. Oh. Um. A tribe called Quest or who? What? Wait. I'm sorry. Sagan. Wu Tang Clan or a
2: tribe
3: called Quest. Oh. Oh. Wu-Tang, okay. Oh. Oh. Ah. I probably go. I. I gotta go. Woo, I gotta go Wu Tang because like more people from from Wu Tang ended up becoming like, like popular and, and, and bigger <laughs> and better. So I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't go against Wu Tang. But I, you know I do love Tribe Called Quest though for sure.
0: Killer bees in the house.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm a Wu Tang girl. <laughs> I do love a Tribe Called Quest. Yes, nah. Low End Theory is a, an amazing album. No one yeah. can
2: deny that.
3: No, easy, easily.
2: Uh how about Lando Calrissian, Donald Glover or Billy D Williams?
3: Oh, <laughs>
0: disrespectful.
3: Yeah, that, that's that's you know, I love I love my man Donald Glover, but I got to go with uh Billy D Williams for sure. That's you know, that's you got to show uh love to the OG. The classic, the classic. Yeah.
2: And he's mm-hmm. a
0: great human being. Like I've I've read some stuff about him, and I've read his like tweets and stuff. And he's he's a really he seems like a really cool dude.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely, most yeah. definitely.
0: I mean, Donald Glover does too, but Billy D seems like the type of person who, like I could actually hang out with because mm. I'm <laughs> I'm an old fart, really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right.
0: Ooh. Paul, can you hear us? Oh. Dun, dun, dun. That's
2: after that the week. And uh, I can, and I'm starting to die again, I think. It's going in and out. So I'm going to sign off now because I'm not going to bother keeping coming back in and out. That's where we're going to end this with that. RB3D Jeremy, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. I wish I could have uh, had the whole show of the. Year.
1: Oh, yeah, sweet. I just don't want to interrupt God.
2: the show. And- <laughs> anymore. I,
1: okay. I
0: will let Danny. That's how we freeze on screen. Okay, Paul, I love you, bud but yeah. we are gonna take you off. Really quickly, you were the best, Paul. Why did I do that? Oh, no, oh
3: wow. No. Oh, he's,
0: oh.
4: double,
3: double paw. Pa. <laughs> we clowned That's him. It's too
4: much, (laughs) Paul. Too much. Paul is (laughs) plenty.
3: Love it. Love it.
0: Oh man, that is right, uh, y'all. With the ending of this or that, Um, you know what that means. Get your questions in. So you got questions from the chat. That's, that's Kelsey's jab. That's what Kelsey does on this show. So if yes. you have any questions, make sure that you get
4: them in. Kelsey, we got a big Streamlabs, right? Yes, I was about to bring that up. We got an amazing Streamlabs from Maxwell. He donated $100, which will be going to a great cause. So thank you. We greatly appreciate
3: that. Wow, Maxwell. Maxwell hey. Bam.
1: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Big Thank shout you. out to, to Max. If it's the same Max that I'm thinking of, um, Max is a loud voice inside of the community in, in in the best ways. I mean that in the best ways, um, has always been outspoken against any sort of injustices and has always been an ally uh, in, in any front that's important for me. So it's always good to see him uh, out there and active and everything. And during this whole thing, he's always been uh, a very vocal supporter. So big, huge shout out to Max. Yeah. Um, the, the first charity that i had in mind was the uh filandro castro uh, uh uh charity where they they help with kids and their school meals and stuff like that that's always been a charity mm-hmm. that's dear to my heart so that was something that i was thinking of but max if you have an idea of where you'd like this to go let us know buddy cuz thank you yeah
3: yeah maxwell that's and i did a show with maxwell um and um and on pj's uh on pj campbell's network uh, where we talked about like the you know uh, the movies the 420 movies. so make sure you check that out. It's on uh, the PJ Campbell Network YouTube channel, so please check that out. He's Maxwell's super awesome. Yeah, yeah, and
0: everything that they're doing at the PJ Campbell Network is great stuff over there. So please go and check them out. They they do something like every single day of the week. So go and check them out over there because they have a lot of fun entertaining so sorry, entertaining uh, content that's not Shmoedown related. So if, you, if you're if you feeling a little overwhelmed or Shmoedown and you want to see something that is movie related, then definitely go and check out PJ uh, the PJ Campbell Network because they're doing great stuff over there. Yeah. Yay. Um, the problem with when I start talking is that I forget what I wanted to say <laughs> before. So <laughs> it is, I do remember now, you know why I remember because it was a 420 question. That's also why I forgot. So (laughs) RB3. Do you have a favorite stoner movie?
3: Um, do I have a favorite? Oh man, this is tough. Because when we did the list, we had to just, you know, um play them all out, like you know, 10 through whatever. Um, but I gotta go with Friday. Um, Friday's always been my favorite. Um, just I grew up watching that like as a as a kid, like me and my moms used to watch that all the time. It's always been one of my favorites. And then, um, and literally just continues to make me laugh like to this day. Um, so I really, really, I really, really love Friday.
0: Nice. Is it, it's, it's always felt weird for me to say this, but now that ever, cause everyone's been, everyone's been watching black cinema and mm-hmm. getting into different movies and stuff like that. And Friday, I've always said it's like a family film in my house because yeah. All watch it. My brothers and I still quote it to each other to this day. We're on the phone talking, and we'll say some stupid line. We still like one. My brother still make fun of me, call me Smokey, and do
3: <laughs>
0: all other like funny things. So, mm. is Friday like a family film for you? Like that, also?
3: No, literally, literally. And I think it is kind of a fun like family film because, like, for one, like it's not really like violent. Like, there's really nothing bad that they fight at the end, but you know that's still a peaceful like resolution and then you know there's not really like any kind of like you know sexual stuff in it like it's literally just comedy it's just for laughs like and if you want to laugh it's like literally the perfect like quotable movie like you could watch it like during the day you could watch it like at night before you like go to sleep like you could watch it literally whenever whenever um whatever kind of mind state you're in like if you're really sad and you just want like a fun movie like friday's all could be that too so i that's literally one of my favorite movies of all time so i i i i love friday for sure
4: kelsey did you get a chance to watch friday i watched friday for the first time last week and i I had no idea how many like famous references and quotes i've been hearing my entire life i'm like oh it's from friday i don't yeah. know but it, it was super hilarious and funny, and I regret not watching it sooner because I probably like I enjoyed it now, but I know my teenage self would have enjoyed it like tenfold. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I really regret not watching it sooner.
3: <laughs> nah, I feel you. I feel you. No, nah, it's literally, again, and like you said, Dan, it's, Danny, it's like a perfect like family film because you can watch it at any age, you know, like mm-hmm. you can enjoy it whenever whenever you watch it. If it's later in life or earlier in life, it's always going to be one of those, you know, that you, you enjoy. So,
0: Yep. 100%. Uh, see, yeah. again, I was going to say something and I forgot what it was. But at <laughs> this point, I am just going to blame the weed.
1: So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Kelsey, you have any questions from the chat? For I do. I'll start off with this super chat, which is more of just a comment. Great show, C2A, and thank you, RBT, for coming on and being who you are. A smart, talented, funny as F, good, kind-hearted young man who is wise beyond his ears.
3: Uh, Haskell. thank you, Haskell, man. Haskell's the guy. Thank you for Haskell <laughs> meeting you in New York, man. Um, I'm sorry for breaking your streak. I you heard know. about
0: New York and I'm still upset that, <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't in New York, but still, I'm upset that I didn't get invited to
1: it.
3: <laughs> 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 You're never
4: missing a New York event ever again, Daniel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my first time being in New York and it was just dope. So thank you, Haskell, for being like a cool a cool welcome there and everybody who was in new york um just everybody it was, it was dope all right
4: perfect i do have a question from dean morgan who do you most model your directing style for for your short films oh that's
3: a good one. Oh, that's an interesting one um well for i mean that's funny because for the shorts i don't really like the style that i kind of always envisioned for and this is kind of bad to say but i mean it's not bad but it just shows you what filmmaking is right like I always envision a little bit of a grander thing. Like when I do short films, like a lot of times I'm like, Oh, let's get this crazy shot right here and this and that and that. And then like, when you actually start looking at like budgets and what you actually do have access to and what you don't have access to, it's like, Oh, okay. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not <laughs> let's just, let's just point the camera. That's literally just, let's just do, let's just do that. Um, So it, so that's honestly what it comes down to for my, for my process. Like so far, um, so my films aren't necessarily like as stylized maybe as I would probably intend them to be if I like had a bunch of money and I had like a bunch of resources but at the same time I think that's why timestamp I'm super excited for people to see that because it is more reflective of like you know what I able to have access to with more money and more access and then you know flick ticks was very was very like comedic so it was very like um for that one it's, it didn't really require like a lot of like grandiose camera moves and stuff like that you know i kind of thought of that one more as like being influenced by like animated movies actually um like in the style of like just how the comedy just kind of works and flows so it, it you know it goes all over the place but if i was to have a lot more resources and a lot more time and a lot more of my own thing it'll probably be a lot more my movies will probably be a lot more stylized a lot more in the vein of like something like a spike lee or something like a you know maybe like a, a i don't know if i'd ever make like a tim burton s type of movie but i love tim burton i love how stylized he is so eventually one day down the line i hope to just make make it like that so
0: thanks i have this weird thing about like just everything has to be centered I, and i don't i don't film anything but like whenever i take a picture or if i'm doing a video on my phone doing a video on my phone um everything has to be centered like i'm so obsessed with having like like a central shot and i blame stanley kubrick for that
3: yeah yeah it's that that like perfectionism really like it's something that, like, a lot of people lo- look at and love. And I, I really lo- look at it and love, too. If I if I could make things as perfect as Stanley Kubrick, I would will- I love to. I, I would really love
0: just, to. you could just yell at people for hours on
4: end.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, literally. That would be so awesome. <laughs> oh,
4: perfect. We also have a sh- super chat from Jake Jacovetta being a smartass a little bit. Here's $1 for a time RV3 sales literally. <laughs> Literally and ten dollars
3: <laughs>
4: nah. uh-huh.
3: I do uh-huh. say literally a lot. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> it's funny because they uh um um what's his face? um Finstock used to make a joke about that, like about the literally thing, um, uh, like you know, but yeah, i I can't help it. sorry
0: <laughs> it's a it's a word clutch, and that's, yeah. that's totally fine. I hang on to my dude so much,
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no it's it's funny.
0: Yeah, and y'all. Y'all is absolutely my word crutch. But
3: Yeah, I'm very much a y'all person, too. I'm very much a y'all person.
4: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: All right, perfect. And we have a super chat from VPJ Campbell, just here to salute RB3 and the C2A group. Much love, guys.
3: Thank you, PJ. Thank you, PJ. Ooh, ooh, appreciate you, man. Thank you, PJ. He's always been super, super awesome and great. So I appreciate yeah. you.
4: Yeah, definitely one of the best people in yeah.
3: the world literally literally
4: yeah. yes. perfect and then we have one from Ross bristow did you ever take todd Boyd's class at UCS? You, at ucs
3: yeah yeah todd Boyd is one of the um todd Boyd. okay todd boy is literally my favorite professor of all time like let me just like say that like right now he um he t- he's like this Black professor at USC who's, like, super studied and super... He's in every documentary. He's in, like, The Last Dance. He's in, like, The Shaft, behind-the-scenes documentary. He's, like, in literally every documentary ever. And, like, when you take his class, like, you actually understand perfectly why. Like, he's literally the most articulate, like, professor, like, probably ever. Like, uh, you know, there's two professors at USC who I've always admired. One is Todd Boy. The other one is Drew Casper. Drew Casper is, like, the big... Like USC film school professor. Um, but Todd Boyd's like right right there next to him. And I and he taught race class and gender, which was one of my favorite classes. He taught a class about OJ at USC. And um he taught probably my one of my favorite, if not my favorite film class, which was the Quentin Tarantino class that I had. Um, Mm -hmm. so he's really, really, really dope. I love Todd Boyd. If anybody has gone to USC or if anybody knows, people at USC make sure they they they, they look up Todd Boyd, man, because he's really, really that dude. And the way he speaks and the way he, he knows the issues and everything like that, he's he's dope. He's amazing.
0: Nice. My um, I worked for Foot Locker for seven years before I started doing hair. And uh, I managed a kid's Foot Locker. My assistant manager uh, quit so he could go to USC, went to USC um, for uh, basically like the, I don't know exactly what, he got his degree in, but for film in animation and stuff like mm. that, and he worked on Puss in Boots. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, 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 and uh, a couple of other DreamWorks movies, and I can't remember what they were. Willie Williams is his name, but um always super proud because one of my closest friends went to USC. So uh, Todd Boy, I'm gonna remember Todd Boy. I'm gonna reach out to him in a little bit. And I'm asking.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, Todd Boy. I'm telling you, people. People, if people had Todd Boyd, they know Todd Boyd, because he wears these funny glasses and he's a super tall, like bigger black dude who's like he speaks. Um the way this dude speaks is crazy. Like I would I would literally just like lose one of my fingers if I could ever have him like on a meeting of because like he just he breaks down stuff in like a way that you'll never like ever think of breaking things down. So it's crazy yeah you
4: can see. Uh, perfect and we got a stream labs from paul because he's not on screen anymore so he wanted to make sure he got to ask this and oh, yeah. is one more this or that i didn't get a chance to ask spielberg's genre films or spielberg's historical dramas oh
3: uh, oh see that's good see paul man i i gotta i gotta plug one more time because paul set it up for the plug we we <laughs> actually um on the meeting of podcast we did um uh part one and part two of steven spielberg breaking it down from the genre films and the historical dramas, right? Um, And yeah, and those are two separate episodes because those are kind of the two things that Spielberg does. Um, I personally would go for the genre side because I think his genre work is just like crazy impressive. Mm -hmm. When you talk about, you know, when you talk about E.T., when you talk about Close Encounters, when you talk about Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jaws, um like these are like some of the most iconic movies of all time. Even to me which I think is literally one of the most underrated movies ever, Minority Report. I is,
1: love Minority Report.
3: Oh uh, <laughs> dude, that it's like mind blowing how how good that movie is.
1: Um
3: Yeah, so I can't that yeah, I got to go with the genre side, but the historical dramas I I love too like Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List. And then um I actually think The Post is very very underrated. So
4: mm-hmm. I enjoyed the post as well. I still I haven't it. seen the post. It's good. You should see it. It's pretty good.
3: Yeah, that All was right.
4: good. Perfect. And we have one from Haskell. He says, don't apologize. I happily broke it because I had a chance to get high with you. I was happy and honored to do so. Till next time, my brother.
3: Till next time, Haskell. Good seeing you, man. I hope we get uh, next time I'm in New York or wherever the next live event is and, and you're able to make it. i I love to to, to, to to do it again with you.
0: If you had to pick the next live event outside of California, where would you want to go?
3: Oh man, um I think it I think it was supposed to be Houston. So I would love to go, I would love to go to Houston. Like I would Come love to Texas. go to Houston. Come yeah. Now that would be that would be literally crazy. And yeah, Houston would be dope. I also, you know, for the showdown, we get to travel to like places that like a lot of times I haven't been to. So the first time when we went to Chicago last year for Star Wars Celebration, or maybe a couple years ago, it was my first time being uh, in Chicago. You know, when we went to New York, it was my first time being in New York. So I love that. You know, being with the Schmo now gives me the opportunity to be at these at these places that I've never been at before. So I'd hope to. I've been to Houston, but I love to go back to Houston because Houston's amazing. You Houston know? is amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got to give it a shot. A lot of people that are from Texas, it's usually the least favorite city, but.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Just because
0: it's crowded. There's a lot of people. That's all.
3: Yeah. 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 That's literally but It's so so gorgeous.
0: It really is. Oh my gosh.
4: Perfect. And we have a stream labs from Jake again. And it's for a hundred dollars and says hashtag black lives matter dot dot dot. Literally.
3: Yes, Yes, (laughs) literally.
4: Literally. Jakey (laughs) Yax. Thank you, Jake. And then we have a donation from PC. says, chill, you guys messed up. Y'all can't top RB3. Next guest will have have to walk on water. (laughs)
0: That's a good
4: one. A lot of pressure.
3: (laughs) A lot of pressure. I mean, I don't know. I'm not that good. But PC, man, PC has always been the homie. So thank you, PC. Shout out to PC.
0: PC is also another person who whom I've never met actually in person before, but know throughout the chats and all of this stuff. And I still find it completely hilarious when people talk to PC in the chats and they reference her like as a guy, just because it's PC and she doesn't have Mm. like an actual picture of herself on her avatar. So Mm. and then she's like, dude, I'm a girl.
3: (laughs) It's hilarious. Oh. No, nah, PC is awesome. PC is awesome.
4: PC is the best. <laughs> all
3: right,
4: another question. What was it like going to USC while working for the Schmoes?
3: Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I mean, this might not be, like, the most, like, happy answer, but I I didn't just work for Schmelz. like, during my time at USC. I also did a lot of other things, like, side jobs, freelance, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was – I always – And because like, you know, I had a full ride scholarship, you know, through the Gates Millennium Scholarship um, to go to USC, but I still had to like earn money and work because I lived in, you know, I was, you know, I grew up, you know, I needed to just make money and I needed to pay for the stuff that like financial aid just wouldn't cover and scholarships just wouldn't cover just like general livelihood stuff. So I worked like really, really hard and I knew for me, going into this industry, like, I just knew going into it, I have to work twice as harder to get half as far. So I've always been, like, working, like, four times harder than, like, probably I should be. So a lot of my USC experience kind of just, like, kind of moved past me in a really, like, fast way. And I didn't really do a lot of social stuff. I didn't really, like, interact with a lot of people. I didn't really go to a lot of football games. I really just worked and went to school and went to class and worked. So I really didn't have the same amount of, like, you know, like, probably what most people consider, like, school pride. Um, But I still enjoyed going to USC. And after I actually pledged for uh, a a cinematic professional fraternity called DKA Delta Kappa Alpha, I pledged for that my junior year in my second semester. So with that, I got more of, like, the college experience as being part of, like, a professional fraternity And doing like fraternity things, like in that sense, that probably added a little more of that kind of college experience to me. But I, um, for a lot of my first couple years, I was really just focused on working, working for Schmoes, working for, I also worked at the USC bookstore. I also did a lot of PA work, like for like TV shows and stuff like that. I work for like a couple of other YouTubers, like as an editor and as a camera operator. So it was always like just work, work, work. And then there was never really a, a time for me to just be like, here's school and the school's the only thing I do. But, you know, I, I, I love And I, I love that I'm here right now where I am at this point in my career. Um, and I hope to just keep going further and just keep doing stuff, so. Awesome. You're uh,
4: in the place for it, buddy. You're in good old California.
3: <laughs> thank you all
4: right we have uh, this or that adobe uh, or final cut
3: adobe or final cut oh that's a good one so i do all this stuff for first cut on first cut uh, Oh, first cut on final cut um <laughs> first cut on first cut
0: <laughs> yeah
3: first Cut on first cut um i mean that's you know final cut was like loosely like the inspiration for like the name of, fir- of first cut too so it's it's funny because we actually um i started editing when I was really little, like twelve or thirteen, on like a um on like Windows Movie Maker, and then uh, I eventually got a Mac, and then learned iMovie, and then learned Final Cut Pro. Mm-hmm. So Final Cut was really like my first like quote professional editing software. Um, that being said, though, I right now I probably use Premiere a lot more, only because you know Premiere is more of like the general like standard for what we use in the industry. So. Whenever I do stuff for like my personal channel or for first cut, it's usually using Final Cut. But when it's ever like a job, like an editing job or uh or anything else. Or if it's something like um like FlickTix, for example, was edited on Premiere. Um, if you if I need like a lot of graphics and I need a lot of like different pla- things from different places, I probably use Premiere. Um, but um I love Final Cut too. So
0: I always laugh because my uh, my ex-boyfriend who I was with for five and a half years lived together is a video editor and that I mean that's his job works works on all of that stuff and shoots music videos and different things like that. I don't know anything. About editing, and <laughs> like for as long as we lived in a house together, and as long as I was around, because sometimes the only way that we'd be able to spend time with each other is if I was sitting with him in his in his in the room working while he was working. I don't know anything about <laughs> editing, and I've never been able to figure it out. I still can't fucking figure out
3: iMovie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally like it's a weird thing. Like if somebody didn't teach me Final Cut, I probably wouldn't have known Final Cut um and then premiere actually ended up learning mostly by myself just like through youtube videos and just like how do i make an edit on premiere like literally <laughs> like doing that 300 times until i like fully figured out the software
4: um
3: and then in film school they teach you avid and avid is supposed to be like the like the real like industry standard with you know most people use in like the industry and the more i the more i do stuff and the more i actually work. And the more I actually did timestamp, actually, the more I realized how vital kind of Avid is just for like every part of the process, like for sound mixing and all that kind of stuff. But uh that was hard. That was super, super hard. And I got to hopefully, you know, before the end of this quarantine, I could just like study up on Avid more and get it, be able to know Avid to a point where I could just like use it just as easily as like the other two, but maybe one day.
0: Man, I rely on YouTube so much. Like, yeah, I I YouTube everything. Like, I don't Google anything; I YouTube it. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Have you all heard of
4: this? No, exactly. Have you all heard of (laughs) the
0: channel? Like, it's this man who basically um, teaches you how to do random everyday stuff, like um, how to unclog a train, how to change a tire, and it's something like um, "Dad, how do I?" I think is what it's called. Yeah. yeah and so it's like his whole theme of it is um for kids who didn't who didn't have a dad around growing up to teach him all of these random small little things like that Aww. so it's yes it is very awe inducing <laughs> really yeah. nice and, and if anyone really knows me y'all all know i cried the first <laughs> time i watched any of their videos but go and i can't remember the name of the damn channel but go and check that out if you want to learn how to like change a tire
3: yeah, everybody needs to know that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
3: Hi, Paul. Hi, I'm going to try one more
2: time and see what happens. I unplugged all my shit and restarted everything, and you know what? It's, we're just going to go home with it. We're just going to yeah. keep on going and make it go home. I had to stop on real quick because you said Minority Report, and that's my, the magic word. I was happy you picked Spielberg genre film because Minority Report, I could talk with you all day about it. That's one of my <laughs> favorite Tom Cruise movies of all time, favorite Spielberg movie of all time, Perfection.
3: <laughs> yeah, literally. And I just watched Minority Report maybe like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Oh, my goodness. It like even holds up more like now than it did like when it came out. Like yeah. it's crazy. I found more and more and more
2: things about it every time I watch. I watched it like three months ago again. And then I just I'm just dumbfounded by how cool it is. I mean, so present. So it's just cut so well. Tom Cruise, one of Tom Cruise's best performances, hands down. Spielberg just got everything out of that. that
0: that was definitely not peak it's i feel like it's very hard to find peak cruise like where where did he peak at um but and same thing for spielberg like i feel like it's hard to find like peaks like where Mm they've just at the top of their game but i do feel like that movie did come out at a time where they were both definitely at a high summit
2: yeah for sure. Yes, Robert. I know. I know. It. I know. I mean, he. He could have made it even better. He could have made perfection even better if they casted hairs were there. Are
0: you hearing, Are you aware of Paul's absolute love
1: for <laughs> Ed Harris?
3: Uh, I've, I've been but made aware. <laughs> I've been. I've been. I've been. I've been. I've been made aware, and honestly. I don't blame you. I mean, uh, 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 he's literally one of those actors that you just love. Like, he just has a lovable face, you know? Well, that's, it's adds, he adds He adds something to every show, every movie he's in. He always makes it that much better. He always is just perfect. Yeah, nobody will be talking about Westworld without Ed Harris. That's, that's a fact. True.
4: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> there
3: you go. Perfect. <laughs> awesome.
4: We got a screen Labs came in from Brandon Buck uh donated and if his question is if you could choose one role in the filmmaking process to do for the rest of your career what would it be i.e directing camera work writing producing editing etc uh
3: for the rest of my career i would love to direct i would just love to direct and as much as i love editing and as much as i love the camera and as much as i love um doing tech stuff um i just like nothing makes me feel better than just being on set and just like being a part of the whole process and just like, you know, it's, it's a lot and it's definitely like stressful. And the the three, we shot timestamp in three days and those are probably some of the most stressful (laughs) three days I've ever had, like ever. Uh, But like, it's stressful, but it's fun. And it's like, you know, just being on set and collaborating and being just throwing ideas out there and just talking is literally so cool. And so fun. Just seeing the whole thing that you spent so much time writing and developing being put, you know, and being acted out is just awesome. So I, I love that part of it. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: Awesome. That. All right. We got another I mean, one from PJ Campbell. The Hit You Give will be available for free on all streaming platforms starting tomorrow. Just announced. Spread the word. Timely and an important film. I'm super excited to hear that because I was looking, wanting to watch it and I couldn't find it somewhere. So I am me
0: too I and i feel like uh pj posted a tweet saying that he was trying to find it and couldn't find it somewhere
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, or it might not have been pj it might have been someone else but i feel like i've seen that somewhere where someone was talking about the hate you give and just couldn't find the movie on anything and to know that it's going to be for free on all of the platforms is me
3: yeah, and they did the same thing with Salma as well, the Ava DuVernay film. So make sure everybody, if you haven't seen Salma, that's one of the greatest biopics of all time about Martin Luther King, the only Martin Luther King biopic that's ever been made, actually, which is weird. But I love, I love that movie. Everybody has to check that one out, and it's for free on all rental sites and all streaming too. So Salma and The Hate You Give, absolute must watches for sure. I
0: made, I made my mom sit and watch. 13. Yeah, I made her watch that movie. There's there's my mom is older. A lot of a lot of us You know, I'm sure we feel like our parents aren't necessarily understanding a lot of what's going on um, in Mm. the in the same sort of way. Because my mom is just like one of those blind followers like this is who's supposed to be in charge. This is who I'm supposed to follow. That's just how the rules go. So trying to to break someone out of that weird mind bend um, has been rough. But 13th was so very well done. And so, like done so tastefully in a way that it, that it's easy for everyone to digest,
1: mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It,
0: it clicked and it helped and it made sense and it did so much more than I could talking to my mom. Like as much as 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 I know and I've been out there and all of that stuff, I couldn't I couldn't articulate what Thirteenth did for mm-hmm. my mom. So,
3: yeah, that's, that's sweet. And that's the power. I've, that's also like one of the big reasons why I want to be in movies and why I want to, and why I love things like the showdown because movies are really impactful. They really tell stories and can relate to people in ways that like is unseen. And, you know, it's great. Like reading a book is great. You know, listening to a podcast is great. Like, you know, um, like doing all these other ways to like gain information, but movies, is just so universal. It's so easy to communicate, like just from watching something and listening to like all these perspectives and all these stories. So that's why I just think movies are so impactful, and why I think they should always be held on a pedestal of like prestige, you know. Yeah. So I, I love that, and that's 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 awesome that you say that about Thirteenth because that's an amazing documentary right there.
0: Yeah, it's great. So if you haven't checked it out, go and watch it, please. Watch
3: it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so if great. people if people want an episode of TV to watch. I just got to shout this out real quick. I literally was watching. I've been binge watching The Fresh Prince with my mom since it's on HBO, HBO max now. And um, episode six of The Fresh Prince of of season one, I totally forgot about this. It's all about when, Will and Carlton get pulled over by the police and they get thrown in jail. And then Carlton's just like, oh, like, you know, we're just, we're just, we're just driving, like, whatever. And they get discriminated against. And it's the whole lesson of like what police brutality and discrimination and what the whole protest out there is all about right now. So if people really want, That perspective from, like, you know, a TV show and a TV comedy that's really easy to digest and really understand what's going on. Watch that episode because that is such a good, like, reflection of the actual conflict that's going on, like, in the community right now. So.
2: There's so much in *The Fresh Prince* that still, like, not only holds up, it is more present today, and it gets disguised mm. because it's a funny comedy. You know, you can look at it that way, but there's a lot mm. of deep messages in there that they throw in there all the time. It's a very good show.
0: RB, yeah. that, that episode that you're talking about, that's not that's not the episode where Carlton gets a gun, right?
3: No, that's not that one. Okay. But that one's also a really, really impactful one too. Absolutely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep, very mm.
0: much so. That's a great episode too, man. The dad episode always gets me. I know it gets everyone <laughs> oh, yeah. like that.
3: Yeah, oh, no. you
0: want me, man? Oh man! Yeah, sure.
4: yeah,
3: so good. And Will Smith is like such a good actor. Like
4: yeah,
3: too. Yeah. Very much. So. Mm. Um,
4: we have a question in the chat for Paul, actually oh, yeah? from Kaiser.
1: <laughs>
2: I <I've been laughs>
4: moved since yesterday. <laughs>
2: yeah. I've been here Sunday night. I I moved once. I, I did have to go make myself a pastrami sandwich, and uh, then I came back, and I'm ready ready to go for this one. So thanks for Kaiser for noticing, <laughs> as always. Mm. All right. uh, Kaiser. Mm-hmm.
4: I think that's the last question I see. They do disappear after a while. So if I did not get to your questions, please quickly send them in so I can see them because they probably did vanish while we were discussing another one. Oh, I found a question. Still speaking about John Kaiser. <laughs> what are you going to leave to miss? I think snag. <laughs> Enjoying the dungeon. The key is under the bed. Ba-
3: Bubble. Uh, <laughs> hey man, I I love the dungeon. I respect the dungeon. I respect Kevin Smith. That's Kevin Smith. I'm sorry, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Man, Kevin Smith is my guy. Um, I love I love the dungeon. I love everything y'all do. I can't. I can't rock with Robert Parker, man. Robert Parker's my guy. I love Robert Parker, but the way he did Ace was disrespectful. Just <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, can't <laughs> I can't rock with that. <laughs> nah. Hey, man. But uh nah Kaiser, Kaiser, Kaiser's literally like one of um. Uh, Kaiser's one of my guys, man. I love Kaiser. Every time we hang out, it's amazing. Yeah, I know, my bad. Yo, no disrespect to Kevin Schmidt, though, man. No disrespect because he's literally one of my favorite dudes in, in the entire world. Like, literally. Um, so I respect the dungeon. I respect everything they do. I respect the people on the dungeon. Um, but I got I got I got hold strong with my boy my boy uh Winston with swag until you trades me. And if Winston trades me, then I'm I am i I'm, I'm 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 turning my back on it forever. But uh, Bird
1: in this place. Now. Yeah. <laughs>
3: No, literally, literally. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, salute to, salute to the dungeon, though, for sure.
0: Yes, for sure. Uh, John Kaiser seems like um, one of those people thats that you've been friends with for a long time, and you haven't spoken to them in a little while, but you're getting into a bar fight. <laughs>
3: and there's one
0: person who you know you can call.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. John
0: Kaiser seems like that guy.
3: No, Kaiser is that dude for sure. For sure, Kaiser's <laughs> always been that that that, that guy. Appreciate he will
0: him. Roll up with his bandana on. Yeah, <laughs> ready, ready. Yeah. To get, like who's you know, gonna?
2: Bandana to, and the, uh, I'm gonna have bandana and the Eddie to I'm flannel it. shirt.
3: Flannel uh, shirt he's got. And- <laughs> I heard a couple of people were talking, kind of wild. Wow, so you know, I'm, me, me, Kaiser. I just gotta go out there, and you know, uh, Kevin Smith. He, he, he's the next in the Geekdom Champion. You can't disrespect that, you know. I gotta get the toothpick, and 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 we can That's really do it right, so. have, Yeah,
0: you gotta hear it with Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. <laughs> you
0: gotta say at least at least two dicky doos.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> straight up, dicky do, <laughs> literally.
4: All right, perfect. And we have a $2 donation from Larry Lee, so thank you. Larry, thank you, Larry. And, you, Larry. and then we have a donation from Swag. The dungeon is an evil place. Don't do it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so don't know nah. who's behind that. Okay, no. I'm behind like just right.
0: really quickly, RB3, do you know this little inside joke between C2A and the Swag account?
3: Oh, no, no, no. What's up with that?
0: So... Um, the swag account and I are never in the same chat at the same
1: time. <laughs> so, hey. so our, our
0: chat is convinced that uh, the swag account is me. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can neither confirm nor deny that,
1: but. Hey!
3: <laughs> ooh, 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 I think we found him. I think we found him. Hey. There you go. <laughs> I mean,
4: I think
3: that was a solid Kaiser impression. <laughs> Janine, yo, <laughs> <salute> <laughs> <to> Janine. <laughs> Janine's
2: uh, school approval I can't
3: go up better than that. That that Kaiser impression wouldn't be worth anything if Janine didn't, didn't compliment me on that. So thank you, thank you. <laughs>
0: Speaking of all the good people, we have all the good people in in here right now. Janine's the best.
3: No, mm-hmm. literally so awesome. Yeah. Love names.
4: So. <laughs> and we do have another Streamlabs that came in from PC. It says Song of Solomon by Tony Morris is so beautiful. Have you guys any of you guys read it? Also The Bluest Eyes and The Color Purple by Alice Walker. Oh.
3: Ooh, yeah. Color Purple mm-hmm. definitely I read. I've read so the color purple in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I've read the color purple in high school.
0: So I've heard from other people that the color purple was required reading for high school. Was not for me, not me either. In mind.
1: Oh, the wow! It mm-hmm.
0: was. I still actually have the, Like, this is literally my book from high school that I never turned back in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
3: Great Gatsby. Great
0: Gatsby, like, that's literally what this is. Um, but The Great Gatsby was required with reading, but Color Purple was not. I would love to read The Color Purple. I've watched the movie once ever in my life.
1: Mm. Um,
2: real quick, everyone in the chat, take a drink. Uh, Danny took a book off the shelf and showed it just saying
1: so you know. <laughs> <laughs> that that'll,
0: that'll get you all killed <laughs> 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 Alcohol poisoning. Because I was planning on pulling out a couple of other books later. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Gotta show you read, you know, it's important. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially yeah. nowadays, I feel like it's
4: not as happening as
0: much anymore. No, read uh. books, and if you're gonna read books, read books that expand your brain. This is Welcome to the Terradome" Dome by Dave Zirin. That is about Katrina and the Superdome. Ooh. This is What's My Name Fool, which is about um, the 1970 something uh, Summer Olympics. And different things about that, a whole bunch of stuff. But so this is the first book that I ever learned about John Carlos, and uh, an amazing man. Happy birthday, John Carlos! Um, also, "Our Prisons Obsolete" by Angela Davis. This is a Ooh, great book nah,
3: to
0: read. This one, this is one of my favorite books to read. This is definitely something anyone who is uh, getting ready to uh, be a little bit more um, active in their political life. This is definitely a book that I absolutely recommend 100%. Uh, Floodlines is also a really great book. This is about New Orleans after Katrina. I was obsessed Ooh. with it for a little while. Um, that's a really great book. This is I, uh, a <laughs> book also that I have when chicken heads come home to roost. This is, uh, <laughs> God dang it. Uh, yes, yeah, so especially when it comes to books. Uh, hip Hop Feminist breaks it down. So this is kind of what it gets into. It Ooh. gets into feminism and hip hop and the different things about that. If you ever want to know more about feminism, there's 10 million Another more books on this bookshelf. <laughs> and also, last but not least, a uh, hair story. Hair Story is one of my Uh, absolute absolute favorite books. Um, This is about black culture and black hair. I'm a hairdresser. And um, Untangling the Roots of Black Hair in America. This is a wonderful, absolutely wonderful book that you can get your hands on that just dives a little bit more into uh, culture and uh, representation and what hair really means to people and what hair means to culture. So this is definitely one of my favorite books. Also a movie that you can watch is uh, the Chris Rock movie. Uh, I believe it's called Hair.
3: It's Um, called Good Hair. Good Hair. Good Hair. hair. I know. I know know that that movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That documentary came out like a decade ago, Mm -hmm. and it speaks volumes to this day about. How people just feel about themselves, and the the, the type of um, the, the type of industry that that we have to deal with in in America and stuff like that, and different stuff. So, to, if you can go find good hair by Chris Rock, go and watch it. If you can find any of that, <laughs> Danny. <laughs>
1: any yeah. <laughs> you know, of
0: those books, definitely go for it. And there's plenty, plenty more. Um, there's a lot of other recommendations that I can get for you. So if you want to find some books to read, just let me know. <laughs> okay, those, um, are, those
3: are all great recommendations.
0: all
1: right R.I.P. Yep.
2: Still too soon. Way too
4: soon perfect i think that's the end of the questions i don't think i see any more so i think that segment is good to go <laughs> all right
2: so then i guess it's time for us to plug uh this week's shows we did we do that did you that while i was off we didn't, no, I didn't. Right. No. well i'll plug shell except i'm not sure i should put anything else but we got let the next couple of weeks at shell have been planned out um as always, we try to work ahead. Next week, we're going to be having on the one and only Barbarian. Craig Gainer is going to be on Chill for the first time. Looking really forward to that. The week after that, we have on. Uh, let uh, me make sure I get this right. Let me make sure I don't have the right week. I don't want to put the wrong person in the wrong week. So, maybe double check. Make sure I have it all set. Yep. Okay. The week after that, we have Laura Kelly, fresh off her big Star Wars win. That's gonna be lots of fun because you know how much I love talking Star Wars. So, that's gonna oh, be God. a fun I'm episode for me. I'm just gonna be
0: here like this the whole time. <laughs> gonna just not
2: talk. I'm going to find a way here. to
0: talk about lost guys. I'm just going to find a way to talk about <laughs> lost <you> guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then we have a week off, or not a week off, but like a week that's not scheduled yet, but the week after that, we are rescheduling our Sabrina Ramirez episode of Chill, which was going to happen Ooh. last Monday. So she's going to come on, and we're going to have a great time with her. So that's uh, that's how Chill's going, guys. And
0: then we will officially have the first cut
2: trifecta. <laughs> that's right. We've had Ace with Harvey 3, and now we'll have Sabrina. It's all good.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, literally, that's, you know, again, salute to y'all for for having us having here. And y'all have been such awesome supporters and followers and just, like, Literally, just you, you, I can't like underestimate how much help you guys have helped us out with First Cut and how much you guys have done for the Schmodown community in general. And just I just want to say thank you and I appreciate you and whatever other call to action show uh, I'm needed for if it's you know, Schmo Bates or anything else, mm-hmm. I'm super, super happy to to, to partake and, and, and I'm, I'm here for it. So, thank you thank you very much appreciated there's
4: always a
0: space on the panel for you if you ever want (laughs) (laughs) thank
3: you thank you thank you
2: Um, and Schmo Bay, speaking of Schmo Bay this week, have we not has it been scheduled yet? We here, I, I think know we're it's being out.
4: scheduled for a different day, but I haven't heard a confirmation, but we will let you know when we have a confirmation. It <laughs> is be right. The next
2: match is going to be Billy Belford, our own Billy Belford, the loudmouth of Houston, as we call him, uh versus the Beast William Bibiani. You know, that's the match. Ooh, was to
1: should that was be a fun one
2: And like I said, actually, last night, what I said last night is that they're both you know, they're talking and talking and talking, and there's it's, it's going to be an amazing talk fest. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, oh, while we're here, real quick, we got another. Super
4: yeah, chat.
2: Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RB drink like He loves
0: reading. At least, at least we do know that it's not RB three. Like we can deduct that from it. We, still, yeah. we, still like, don't we? know who does it. Like, <laughs> that's, that's been like the tinfoil theory is that it's me. We still uh, don't know who does it.
3: So don't know. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe it's Winston himself. You never know. Um, it could be. Know. Could be. Could be. Um. Yeah, I gotta. So I actually don't, but my boy Kate is a huge, huge fan. So salute, salute to him. He's he's been trying to go. put me on for that game for a long time, and I haven't been I haven't been peeped. But you know, everybody on, else is on it. So
1: on to
0: the white claw game.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. The secret to it is to just ignore the taste. Mm. There's a lot of
3: Five, <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: after your fifth one, you're gonna be fine.
3: Yeah, for
1: sure. <laughs>
0: You're gonna
1: be a <laughs> judge,
2: <just fine>. right? <laughs> so that's our, that's our plugs for the week for for the network. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Dan Danielle,
0: I am
4: good. Kelsey, is there any anything else going on? uh nope just live will be on on sunday as usual so we will see what it will be a very jam-packed episode because we got a lot of matches to talk about and it, it might be longer than usual up to see but just be prepared
2: <laughs> that's true we like five matches know
4: a lot to talk about we do rb3 do you have any
0: um uh super predictions for i don't want to give away spoilers for the uh adam Lavick match and um and um barbarian, barbarian. match today, sorry uh, but do you have a favorite for the geekdom tournament and the Star Wars tournament?
3: Well, I always gotta, I always gotta back my swag squad for Andres for the Star Wars tournament. I think he has a potential to take it all the way. I know he has Ken Napsack Ken Knapsack coming up next, so that's gonna be a tough, tough, tough hill to overcome. But I know my guy Andres. He's been literally studying so hard. He's been working hard. He's trying to prove himself. He didn't think he got a fair shot with that uh with that inner geekdom match. So he's really trying to show where he's at in the Star Wars in the Star Wars land. And there's literally nobody I know who knows more than Star Wars than him, you know, maybe second to Alex Damon, but I think he can still give Alex Damon a run for his money too. And that's, that's being real. So I'm hoping that he shows out. He's going to, he's going to take on Ken Napsack. I think he's going to win and I think he's going to take this tournament on to the next level. So I'm super excited for people to see that. I'm excited for people. Um, and I'm also for the inner geekdom side. I'm going to go Adam, Adam Havik. Um, Adam's been a friend of mine for a long, long time. He's super, super cool. Super, super, super cool dude. And he's been involved in the league for a long time. So I really, um, I'm rooting for him too. Um, and it's tough and it's tough. I'm going back to Ace for a second, but it's tough for me to go against Ken because Ken is not just like literally the former Star Wars champion, but he's also the star of flick takes and timestamp coming up. So they're both my guys. And I am honestly would be happy if either of them won, but you know, just for the sake of repping swag and repping, uh, first cut, I got to go with Andres on that one. So yeah, so Andres and Adam Havik are the two I- I'd probably go for. Yeah, cool.
2: Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh why don't we, I guess we're to wrap it up then, Danielle? Right? It's about That's- time then. No more questions, we're all good to go. Why don't RB3? Why don't you plug all your meaning of life and everything you can? This is your time. Plug it all.
3: Uh plug it all. Okay. So I obviously have first cut our YouTube channel. Um that is, you know, where we have all of our movie reviews. We just posted a review for the movie The Lounge um, that's up on our channel. And we also did an interview with Josh Trank that, you know, is going, you know, got a lot of coverage for some reason. Um, and yeah, we really, really um, have been trying to like step up the content, do more things. We post throwback episodes of our older episodes along with new episodes that are coming up. This week we're going to have Dwayne on uh, to talk about Roger Deacons. Um, the cinematographer, obviously. Um, one of the probably I probably consider the GOAT cinematographer of all time, the the greatest. Uh, so I probably uh, so we're gonna we're gonna have that episode coming out this week. Like I said, our Josh Trank episode it was last week, two hours of just Josh Trank, just going in about everything in his career. And he he even said himself he thought it was a really special interview. We asked him a bunch of questions that he said he'd never been asked before, which I thought were just like basic questions, but he'd never been asked a lot of those questions before. So Please go check it out. We really had a, a fun time interviewing them and we had a we had a great time. Um and make sure thank you, thank you, Jay Gakavetta. Yeah, that's real life. Uh make sure the outlets know that the Josh interview. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Straight up. And I love variety. I love every everybody involved too. So salute to Geeks of Color too, because you know, it wouldn't have gone, it wouldn't have gone big, you know, without the help of Geeks of Color. And we're doing more things to collaborate with Geeks of Color as well. So we're gonna do i'm gonna have my review for the new spike we movie, with the five bloods coming out probably on wednesday um i'm gonna have way more articles that are gonna come out on geeks of color coming out soon um and yeah uh outside of first cut outside of the meeting of podcast and outside of geeks of color obviously time stamp is coming soon um and hopefully there'll be a trailer for it coming really really soon okay. and um yeah and other than that follow me on instagram twitter at director rb3 yay
0: Good stuff. Uh, RB3, thank you so much for coming in and hanging out with us on this Monday. Uh, we really do appreciate it. It's been a long time coming, but boy, that smile is absolutely worth it, 100%. Thank you all so much to everyone hanging out and with us in the chat tonight.
2: The it was worth a technical shit show that this was for us.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely worth it. I mean, no, it's definitely. not
0: uncommon for us to have tech issues, but this is This is, is bad. This is <laughs> It's done. Paul wants to come back to come and hang out because this is the only time that we get to hang out with someone like RB3. So, we're going to take advantage of this.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you.
0: Always and forever, man. Everyone in the chat, y'all have been great. Every Monday, you all know where to find us. Um, Kelsey, thank you so much for hanging out. All of that good stuff. Like Jake says, subscribe to the first cut. Go
4: and click that link. All of that good stuff. Kelsey, let us know where you're at, baby. Alright, you can find me at twins 90 on Twitter and Instagram. Also on the Call to Action podcast Instagram. So if you interact with anyone there, it's me. Public, we've got merch. And they have a sale going on right now where most of the t-shirts are $13. So get your schmodown shirts. Get your Call to Action shirts. Get whatever shirts you want to get. It's a good time to get them. And, your, and then and your, mask. and your masks. And masks. <laughs> and there's all for masks now. So if you want a mask that says or C2A on it, they exist. So you can get them there. So, yeah, definitely check that out. And I do have a YouTube channel. I am Reeve figuring out what I'm going to actually do on the channel. But if you want to subscribe, just search Kelsey Kirkland. Click on my face and subscribe. That would be great. <laughs> that is right. Love you, Kelsey. Paul, let us know.
2: I'm Paul and to News on Twitter. You can also find me on this show every week as well as on Action Industries, Ben and Drew's, Ben Bateman and Drew Guy's channel. Uh, I do a show called Class Action uh, every week Saturday, and I also have doing the General Debate, which is hosting the debate between the Generals of the Action Army on that channel as well. Uh, that's coming up on Thursday of this week, so I look forward to that. And I also have started my own YouTube channel, Slowly But Surely, PLD Projects. You can find that out. Subscribe. I will be doing the Harris dance very soon, going through all of it, Harris' for the filmography. I will make you love him like I love him if I <laughs> like Anything to say about it. Uh, another kind content I do have coming up as well. As soon as I get my new computer, that's gonna, I think it's going to come more quickly now. So that's that for me. Thanks, guys. Perfect.
0: Yeah, you know me, y'all. It's your girl, Danny Joy here. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy. It's usually right here. It's not there right now, but you can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy D A N I E E J O Y. and I know I've been saying it for months and months and months now, but uh, my channel will be up and running very soon. I have like six chapters left for lost stars and um i'm going to be doing a show called the padawan chronicles where i go and i review star wars books so um all of that good stuff i'm almost done with it and paul is going to be my first guest on that because uh, i would like to have a discussion with someone who is deep into the star wars universe so that's what the padawan chronicles are going to be about so i'm going to talk about lost stars and paul is just going to listen to me rant
2: Which is what I do every week anyway. Yeah, So
0: So just like a glove. Okay. That's it for me, y'all. That's it for all of us on the Call to Action Show, on the Chill to Action Show, on the Call to Action Network, all that good, great stuff. And as always, thank you so much for coming in and hanging out. We love you. Subscribe to The Meaning Of. uh, Subscribe to RB3 and everyone else out there. And always remember that Black Lives Matter. And as always, y'all, we salute you. Bye!